You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! The Daily Music Business Podcast. Hey, what's going on? It's Jesse from Pinup Artist Management here. This week, I wanted to talk a little bit about an article I read on Music Ally titled Spotify CEO Talks COVID-19 Artist Incomes and Podcasting. Uh, Let me give you a general overview of this. Basically, Spotify's income has continued to grow even when the rest of the music industry is in a decline because of this pandemic. And some of us might be bitter about that because as independent artists, a lot of our income is generated through the live show format and selling merchandise to fans and, you know, having that one-on-one interaction. Um, That goes way further than just, you know, having somebody discover our song in their Discover Weekly and listening to that one song, adding it to their playlist. And, um, you know, we're just not getting paid the same from streaming as we are from live shows. Now, a lot of us can't survive on our streaming revenue alone yet, but here's the thing. We need to adapt. And I think that that's what this article is ultimately getting at. The Spotify CEO talks about how there's uh, you know plenty of artists out there complaining about how Spotify is not paying enough, um, but that there's plenty of artists that are making tons of money, even more money than they were um, you know, using old mediums like CDs uh, to sell their music. And that's true. I mean, look, even if you only have, you know, say, 10,000 monthly listeners on your Spotify. Obviously, we're not going to make as much money on those 10,000 listeners listening to our song one time as we would if we sold 10,000 albums. But it takes a lot of work to sell 10,000 albums. Uh, You know, it, it takes a lot of traveling, a lot of, you know, playing shows, a lot of spending time away from your family, a lot of work. Spotify is something that uh, you know, or any streaming platform is something that we can grow from our home base and, um, you know, ultimately reap the benefits from that, especially in a time like now where we don't even have the ability of playing live shows. So I think that we all need to adapt to what's going on around us and, you know, make this work for us. Let me give you an example. Darwin spent some time on the Galapagos Islands um, studying a species of bird known as the blue-footed booby bird. Now this bird changes its food source depending on what's available and what the weather conditions are around them. Uh, in the Galapagos, they get hit a lot by El Nino, which changes you know, the climate drastically. And uh, this bird over time has adapted into surviving mainly on marine life. Now, this isn't a science lesson, but you know we can take something from that. We can say, look, we can continue to be stuck in our old ways and you know hope things change and hope things go back to the way that they were, um, or we can adapt to what's going on around us and try to survive. Those that adapt survive. It's survival of the fittest. Um, that's, that's the music industry through and through. It's been like that forever, but we're seeing it more than ever right now when we have a global pandemic going on outside. None of us can tour. We're all stuck in our homes, and the only thing that 
we can do is embrace it and work hard on the things that we can change. Now, going back to this article, the Spotify CEO talks about how the art, the artists that are complaining about not making enough on the Spotify platform are also the same artists that are stuck in their old ways. They are continuing to do a CD format that they're dropping every, you know, two, three, four years, as opposed to realizing that the industry is switching to a singles format. Uh, you know, the album format worked for a lot of reasons for a long time. You know, we lived in a world where we did not have the internet readily available to us yet and so you heard a song on the radio you heard a song on mtv headbangers ball whatever and you went to you know hastings sam goody whatever it happened to be and you went and bought that full album for you know somewhere between 10 and 16 dollars you know, so that you could listen to that one song and that sat in your CD player for a very long time. And then when those bands came on tour through your town, then you went and saw those bands. That made a ton of sense. It worked, but that's not what we live in anymore. People's attention span is so short now. Um, there's so much content to be taken in all of the time that if you're only in people's faces every, you know, two to three years on an album cycle with new music, then you're gonna be forgotten about, um, you know, even recently, it worked more than it's going to work in the future. Uh, we now live in a time, like I've been saying over and over again, where we aren't even able to play live shows right now. And so we need to be creating content that is consistently engaging our audience and allowing us to you know, be there in front of them constantly. The singles format is the way to go on that. Um, but the point is that we need to adapt. Uh, we need to spend some time understanding how Spotify works and how our demographic is consuming content. And we need to find a way to put our product in front of them so that it can be consumed, so that we can make revenue, so that we can make a living as artists and we can continue to follow our dreams and build our careers. If we don't do this, we will be Another statistic like thousands of bands before us and thousands of bands after us that just never got it together, never paid attention to market trend and uh, just ultimately failed. Now, an interesting side note to that is that this can be kind of tricky for an artist that, you know, signed a record deal before all of this stuff started happening where, you know, the record deal was still set up in an archaic kind of way where, you know, we were living on album cycles and we weren't allowed to start you know, creating a new record until at least a year after the first one came out. Um, you know, that doesn't mean that you can't be writing songs during that time and like tracking them and doing demos, but you can't physically go into the studio and start making the new record until, you know, you've hit a certain point. Not all contracts are set up like that, but I know even mine is. Um, that can be kind of tricky when we're trying to now say, okay, well, that's not working. It's, there's no place for that in this new normal that we're living in. You know, what do we do? Anyway, that this is not a debate about contracts. This is just saying it can be kind of tricky. However, here's the flip side to that. Um, this new format makes it so much easier for independent artists to you know, break and be able to come out with just a single every, you know, three to six months and uh, survive on that and not have to spend all of the time, energy and resources that it takes to, you know, go and make an entire album, uh, doing four videos at once for that, um, all of the content that goes around uh, an album release and that 12 month rollout or that 12 week rollout cycle. Um, there's so much room here for, um, a fresh mind to come in and just completely 
you know, take this by the horn, so to speak, and uh, run with it and be successful. So let's use this to our advantage. Let's continue to realize that, you know, things are always going to change. Nothing stays the same forever. Uh, You know, all good things come to an end, so to speak. And we need to adapt so that we can survive. So that's my, you know, two cents for this week. Uh, If you have any comments, questions, concerns, you know, reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter at Jesse AIB or on Facebook, just Jesse Barton, or shoot me an email at Jesse at pinupartistmanagement.com. And I'd be happy to talk about this with you more. If you have any suggestions for subjects, hit me up on one of those platforms. If you want to be a guest on the show, message me. Let's talk about it. All right. Peace. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on... The Corner of Grey Street.